you are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 12th of September. I hope you care more about your day than USA Basketball cared about their game today. Donovan Mitchell and the USA lose again. We'll touch on it lightly, but more importantly, the top 100 players in the NBA, and if time permits, where rebounds go and does it matter. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, Geeky numbers and hopefully making it way better to be a jazz fan each and every day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Couldn't appreciate it more. Uh, great show on Locked on NBA today with Rob Mahoney for the top 100 list. And we will touch on that um, today. Talk a lot about it. It's worth going to check out. It's all the way out. His top 10 is out and the rest. We'll talk about that. Uh, so Thanks very much. Thanks to everybody who's rated and reviewed. We're trying to get up to 1,000 reviews. We're up to 974. Bill uh, uh, Big D put it in yesterday. David, love listening to your podcast. Makes me an analytics supporter. It's much more knowledgeable about the jazz. Some things I might otherwise not see or look at from a different angle, which I greatly appreciate. That's nice. You Thank you. And to Thomas, who dropped a nice review on the 10th, I appreciate that as well. I don't know why we're doing this. It'd just be fun to have a 1,000 iTunes reviews. So if you get a chance, would super appreciate it. All right, let's, let's dig in here for a second. Um... And talk about the top 100 list. So the the top 100 list came out uh, SI, and it used to be Ben Golliver and Rob Mahoney, and now it's just uh, Rob Mahoney. And today they went, they released their top 10, and so I kind of waited until they were done. I thought it's pretty interesting. Uh, and you should read what Rob has to say. He's very thoughtful. He's good. And he's on the Lockdown Podcast, NBA Podcast. So the number one player in the world, in his mind, is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay? I, I think that's fair. Right? I mean, he was the close to... I, I actually think Harden was the MVP last year. Uh, but Giannis had the most efficient offense. Uh, he was the number one pa- uh, points gain player. He's a great defensive player. So it's pretty hard to dispute that. And... You know, again, I think he gets – if he has a criticism to him, um, it's whether or not offensively he's capable enough for a marquee number one level player. At the same time, I think we're devaluing dunks, right? Like we always devalue dunks. The fact, oh, you can just dunk. Okay, well, great. Everyone would dunk every play if they could. And I think that's important. Number two, he has Kawhi Leonard. Obviously – What Kawhi just did in the playoff run gets him there. But this gets pretty interesting. So we're now at a stage, and this very well may be true, where like James Harden, who's the single most unguardable player in the NBA, is not one or two. LeBron James, for the first time, is not one or two. Kevin Durant is not on the list because of the injury. Like, it's a big change. Four is Steph Curry. Three is LeBron James. And James Harden comes to five. I mean, there's a point where you're carrying the highest usage rate in the history of the league that that in and of itself is a skill. 36 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds is ridiculous, and that's the fifth best player in the NBA right now? 
And frankly, to me, then there's this this quantum jump drop off after those five. Like really, to me, those five, I I re- can rely on Harden. I think Curry will be the MVP this year. I can rely on LeBron. I know exactly what I'm getting from Giannis and Kawhi. Those five are game changing, altering, and then I feel like we get to talent. Then I feel like the list changes. So Anthony Davis is six, and I, I just have never been all the way on board, right? Not on the lack of talent, or, but we'll see. In L.A., my feeling in our data shows that we've exposed on the show, he's one of the most inconsistent players. He has brilliant, great, massive nights, and he takes relative nights off for a player at that level. And his teams are thus 500. His teams have never been great defensively. I think he's had one year with his team ranked in the top 10 defensively in his entire career. And his absolute unwillingness, sophomoric, almost childish unwillingness to play center is bizarre. Joel Embiid is seven. Okay, again, the talent, incredible. The maturity question, the playoffs were weird. The team dynamics out of Philadelphia every year in the stories, overwhelmingly strange. Jokic is eight. I might have had him six. Jokic is eight. I might have had him six. He's just that good. Paul George is nine. Paul George might be the best complimentary player there is in the NBA. He will be this year. That's why the Clippers are great. But we saw when he has to be either the main dog for us. Not quite there. Dame is 10. Interesting to me. I think I'd have Dame ahead of Paul George, considering he carries his team. 11 is Jimmy Butler. 12 is Russell Westbrook. I have a hard time with these two numbers. Jimmy Butler torpedoed a franchise. Russell Westbrook had the most inefficient year of any player in the league last year. Rob and I discussed that on Locked on NBA. 13th is Carl Anthony Towns. And 14th is Rudy Gobert. Well, I obviously disagree with that last part. And I actually wonder. Rudy Gobert over Russell Westbrook. Maybe. Rudy Gobert over Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like, his, he's the best player on a team that went further than both of those two players did in the last two seasons. Three seasons. Rudy Gobert over Dame Lillard. It's interesting. It's really interesting. Like, very contrasting, different type players. But Rudy Gobert puts me in the top five defensively. I'm not entirely sure that Dame Lillard... Puts as much as I love him, puts me in the top five offensively. Now, Dame Lillard, I think, almost deserves credit here ahead of Jimmy Butler for the person he is. I actually was talking to Jordan Schultz last night, the who hosts the CJ McCollum podcast. Jordan actually interned for me when he was a, uh, I think, a freshman at the University of Washington before transferring to my old alma mater, and um, he. Uh, so we know each other for a long, long time, and. We were just talking about what an incredible human Dame is, right? I mean, that's there's a great value to that in your locker room. Last year, you know, I think maybe I should take that back. If you look at last year, Portland was the fourth best offensive team. The year before, they were 15th is what I was thinking about. They were 11th. The year before that, sixth, third, sixth. Maybe Dame does get you to that level. Maybe Dame, I mean, the Dame versus Rudy Gobert debate's really, really interesting. And then the 15th best player according to SI, is Kyrie Irving, which I think is probably, he he docked him, right? His talent level is higher. It's a fascinating list. It's really, really well done by Rob. 
Um, and that's and they just finished that out. Rob and I don't talk about the top ten a lot on Locked on NBA, so I thought we'd do it here today. But it's interesting to me the drop after the five. Right, if you're going to win a championship in the NBA right now, I think you have to have one of those first five: Harden, Steph, LeBron, Kawhi, or Giannis. And and until Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid show a maturity level, then I don't I don't think you can do that. I, I would have Jokic. I would have Jokic a notch ahead of them. Particularly, I thought Jokic was pretty good in the playoffs last year. Jokic might be closer to carrying you through stuff. Can Rudy carry you defensively? I don't know. We're going to find out because he did it to some extent, but the offense around him was so bad that we never got, you know, people still think of Rudy as being played off the floor against Houston in the playoffs. It's just fundamentally not true. It's interesting. Great debates. Loved the, loved the concept. Had a great time. Super appreciate Rob for taking the time with us on Lockdown NBA. What does it mean, though, that the Utah Jazz have one of the highest ranked groupings in the league? We'll talk about that. Look at the team rankings of the top 100. It gets really, really interesting. Can't find a workout that keeps you engaged. Peloton is the immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back. In fact, I did the digital workout 20-minute core this morning when I first got up. Get $100 off accessories with your purchase of the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Get one pellet, Go to OnePeloton.com and use the promo code LOCK to get started. Today's show, Locked on Jazz, is brought to you by my friends at Intercap Lending. Steve Carter and the crew are just killing it. It's such a cool thing. That what Intercap is doing, and I love the reviews. So we've just, Intercap Lending has become the the lender for Locked On Jazz. And when you call Steve Carter, you get to tell him you're with Locked On Jazz, and they're giving us the corporate discount. And call Steve at three eight five eight hundred eighty five twenty eight. I use Steve Carter; it was this amazing experience. And I'll admit it. Like I wonder, I don't mean this arrogantly, but I wonder when I get a great experience like that, and they're going to be the uh, sponsor, did I get something special? I'm about to tell my listeners to go use them. Gosh, did they? Did Steve Carter drive to the Zions Bank basketball facility for me just because of the fact that I was David Locke, or does he just do this? Well, guess what? It sure looks like from all the reviews, whether it's the five stars from Joshua Johnson or Dakota Shorter or McKay Robinson or David Sullivan or Nikki Whiting or David Sperry or Carson Wilde saying Steve was extremely helpful in everything we needed. He always made... Time to talk to us and answer our questions. He answered. He was awesome. I would definitely recommend working with him. All those five-star reviews of former Locked On listeners or hopefully current Locked On listeners that use Steve Carter make me believe that maybe he, that's just who Steve Carter is. Give Steve Carter a call, 385-885-28. That's 385 area code. That's Did you get that? 385 area code, 800 800- 8528 Intercap Lending. Go to intercaplending.com. NNMLS number 1178666 is Intercap Lending. The Utah Jazz have five players on the top 100 list of SI's top 100. I've always talked about the Jazz brilliance of of two through 10 depth or three through 12 depth that's what the jazz had the last few years 
I don't think they have it anymore. Now what they have is one through six depth. And we're going to find out what's more important. Uh, I, I think it's it's a really interesting concept. I think for the season long, the Jazz have won a great amount of games because of depth. Now there's a chance if Emmanuel Moutier turns some corner that he hasn't shown yet and Dante Exum turns a corner we haven't shown yet and Nigel Williams-Goss is suddenly an NBA-level player at a high level that we didn't, that I don't anticipate. I mean, I think he's a great kid um, and super nice and, um, you know, rooting for him, but like, it's unusual that a player goes, you know, has this route and then becomes a marquee guy. Like it would be unusual. Um, you know, but frankly, Royce O'Neal and George Niang have done it. So we've, we have found a way to do it. So it doesn't refute that. So we're going to now find out here's, what's really interesting. So let's look at the Western conference teams. The Rockets have James Harden, who I said, I was a bit surprised comes in at five. Westbrook is 12. They don't have another top 50 player. Clint Capella is 56. Eric Gordon is 63. P.J. Tucker is 74. So when you look at this, the Rockets have five players in the top 75. We'll just take it by fives. And they have two players in the top 20. So they that's star power. Okay? Projected second best team in the... West is probably the Clippers, maybe the best team. So they've got Kawhi at two, Paul George at 10. They've got two in the top 10. They have Lou Williams is floating in the 30s, if I remember correctly. Montrez Harrell is at 71. And Patrick Beverly is at 81. So the Clippers have two in the top 10. Three in the top 75. And three in the top 50. Yeah, let's look at that. That's how we'll look at it. Okay? The Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis in the top 10. And their next ranked player is Danny Green. The third best player on the on the Lakers is Danny Green, and Danny Green is ranked 89, and Kyle Kuzma is ranked 96. So the Lakers have two in the top 10, two in the top 50, two in the top 75, compared to the Rockets who have five in the top 75, and the Clippers only have three in the top 75. Arbitrary number when Montrose Harrell's 77, but just happens. Let's go to the Nuggets. You've got Jokic in the top 10. Is What did we just say he was? Seven. Jamal Murray is 38. Paul Millsap is 43. Gary Harris is 48. And I believe that's it. So that's that's interesting to me. Right? So Gary Harris is being given a very aggressive, positive number there uh, for after coming off a terrible year. But I like Gary Harris. I think what he had last year was an unusual year. And I think that ranking's right. I'm, I'm a fan of Gary Harris. And we do an interesting conversation on Locked on NBA about how, if you just kind of break the shooting guards down, how interesting it is. By the way, Ricky Rubio on the list is 73. I think that's an interesting number. I don't think I would have done that after watching him for all those years. Maybe that's not fair. 
Uh, but Karis Levert is 69, and I wouldn't have him in the top 100. So maybe, maybe I'm just being unfair. Uh, back to the Nuggets. So that's, to me, like I really like Will Barton, and I really like Malik Beasley, and I think of them being as incredibly, incredibly deep. And yet, uh, by the way, Lou Williams is at 53. So the Clippers only have two in the top 50 also. I was wrong on that. Sorry, I, I superimposed some numbers there. But so that's an interesting one back to Gary Harris at 48, that the Nuggets have four players, but only four. They, so the Lakers and the Nuggets have the least amount of players of the elite teams. The Jazz have Gobert at 14. Conley at 26, Donovan at 29, Bojan at 52, Ingles at 65. So of the top 75, here you've got the Rockets and the Jazz each with five. The Jazz have five in the top 65, which is the most of any team in the NBA play of players in the top 65. The Sixers have four of the top 50, which I believe is the highest of any team in the league. We have three in the top 50. Rockets have two. Lakers have two. Clippers have two. Nuggets have four in the top 50. Sixers have four in the top 50. Those are the highest in each conference. But the Jazz have five in the top 65. Rockets have four. They're pretty darn good. Clippers have three. Lakers have two. Nuggets have their four. OKC, by the way, has three in the top 50. Steven Adams, Chris Paul, Danilo Gallinari comes in at 50. I don't know if a lot of people think. The Blazers have two in the top 35. CJ McCollum's 32. And then Nurkic at 78 and not another player who comes in in the top 100. And Nurkic is out for a long time. Portland came out of this thinner than I expected. Sacramento has De'Aaron Fox at 33, Buddy Heald at 54, who I think is underrated. And then they have at 72, I believe it is, Harrison Barnes. And I'm a little surprised that Bojan Bogdanovic, who's been incredible for Serbia, is not on this list. So there's, it's, New Orleans actually has a lot of guys on the list because Brandon Ingram's on the list. Derek Favors is on the list. Drew Holiday's on the list. He does not have Zion on the list. San Antonio's got DeJounte Murray and Derek White, I think it is, floating near the top of this thing, near the 100 level. Minnesota has Carl Anthony Towns, Jeff Teague, Robert Covington, and then Andrew Wiggins at 100. But when you look at the Western Conference, it's sure interesting to see how this is all playing out. And I don't know entirely what it means because we've always talked about the depth the Jazz have. Now I think they have the opposite. They have, they don't have, you know, what what they don't have is the top 10 talent. This is why, you know, largely I kind of find myself thinking the Jazz could be the number one seed, have this amazing regular season, and I'm not entirely sure what happens to us when we hit the playoffs. I'll take that first part and ride it all the way and then find out.
And maybe to some extent, this is a question of whether Donovan Mitchell can go from 29 to knocking on Damian Lillard or not. But the Rockets, two in the top 20. Lakers, two in the top 10. Clippers, two in the top 10. This is what we've known the whole time. And what we don't know is whether Russell Westbrook is really the 12th best player or just such a detrimental offensive player that it's going to damage what they do. It's interesting. Great stuff. Tip of the hat. Indochino is the world's most exciting made-to-measure menswear company this week. My listeners get any premium Indochino suit for $3.69 at Indochino.com. It's made-to-measure, custom-made for you. Indochino.com. Enter the promo code Locked On at checkout. I am driving the new Chevy Blazer from Murdoch Chevy. And when I was with Ben Murdoch the other day, he was telling me I was going to love it. It is, he's right. It's really cool. So I drove the Chevy Equinox. That's a little bit of a smaller SUV. I'd say it has a little bit more of a zip to it. Feels like you're in a quicker car. It's very comfortable. I love all the features that Chevy's done that makes, tells you kind of they've taken the detail and worked at it. Uh, and frankly, you know, you can get the Equinox for two nineteen per month. It's an up to $8,000 off right now. So that's awesome. The Blazer is their, re- they've re-brought back the Blazer, the old classic trail, you know, Chevy Trailblazer. This one feels really solid. I feel like I'm driving kind of a, I've got, you know, a real infrastructure around me if you want to call it that it's got a big pickup it's got big power um really enjoying it it's got great size in fact i'm going down to moab uh for the week and trying to figure out uh you know how am i going to fit get so we can take the blazer because the blazer uh just has such great size to have three or four guys uh, all together in it. So check it out. The new Blazer is really terrifically well done. Murdoch Chevy, 90 plus years of the Murdochs in Utah. Uh, ben Murdoch's got that place humming along. He's also got Murdoch Chevy up in Logan for you. So make sure you stop by. Say hi to Ben over at Murdoch Chevy and make sure you check out the new Blazer over at Woods Cross for Murdoch Chevy. Do we care that the USA just dropped again? Like, is it disrespectful? Is it, they clearly didn't care, right? Like, I, I hope you care more about your day than they did about their game. I don't know if we can blame them, but they trailed at the end of the first quarter today, 32 to 7. They fired back and lost 94 89. And frankly, let's get out of town. Marcus Smart didn't play. Jason Tatum didn't play. Donovan Mitchell played 26 minutes, was 4 of 12 with 5 rebounds, 4 assists. He was a minus 2 on the floor. Um, You know, I think there's a level, let's get out of town. Mason Plumlee played 9 minutes. Kemba was good today after being terrible yesterday. I'm not sure anybody really cares. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, not ours. Uh, Excuse me, Bogdan Bogdanovic uh, of Serbia was incredible. He had 28. Uh, Jokic played 21 minutes, had 9 points. They probably have him on a little bit of let's get out of town also. Um, at this point, and frankly, you know, this is one where I think the USA really is at a huge disadvantage. Our players now just want to get out of town, right? It's a great disappointment. For some of these other players, this is still going to be the largest moment of their year. And so they're going to play, you know, at the, at the highest level and to beat the USA is a big deal. So you're going to see um, some, uh, you know, different level of performance that's not quite as good as as what we've seen. Um, I did a research study 
of interest on where rebounds land and what it means. I'll do that tomorrow. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to use. I don't want to waste it now. It's pretty interesting, um, frankly, uh, and I think there might be something to it. So I'll do that on tomorrow's show for you. I don't want to. Um, if that makes sense, um, I don't want to sit there and have a uh, kind of shortened version of it today and, and do that for you. Um, we usually Thursdays we go live, so I got to figure out we didn't do our live show this week. Um, we'll find a way to uh, do a live show this week in addition uh, to what we've already done. But I, uh, I thought the top 100 was list. Why don't you go jump and grab... Uh, the rest of that top 100 list on Locked On NBA and the Rob Mahoney conversation. You can just tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On, most recent episode of podcast Locked On NBA and get it. It was really, it was really absolutely uh, terrific. I had a, another note or two I meant to get to today, and, and all of a sudden it's just totally escaping me. I apologize. There was something. Um, oh, I thought Rudy's quote. We talked about it. Rudy, you know, Rudy said it yesterday. It was. The most important day in his career and the most important day in the history of French basketball. And I think that's absolutely true. And uh, I think it's I think it's fabulous. The other question I got was whether or not I thought this would damage Donovan Mitchell at all in the fact that he's on, you know, one of the worst teams of all time in USA history. And my answer to that would be you'd have to tell me who was on the 2006 team that lost to the Greece in 2006 when that happened and tell me whether or not that damaged their career. So I don't even know who's on that team. Maybe Chris Webber? Is Chris Webber still playing back there? Was that, was that, was that I mean, they, has anybody got it for me? Anybody know who's on that roster? Because I think that answers the question. I don't think this is what Donovan will be remembered for um, at all. That team was not Chris Webber. See, so I even have it wrong. Did it hurt Joe Johnson? Has it hurt LeBron James? Has it hurt Dwayne Wade? Did it hurt Chris Paul? Hurt Chris Bosh? Hurt Carmelo? No. So the answer to that is no, it will not. All right, thanks for tuning in. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Tomorrow, coming your direction. I don't know what we're doing early next week because I'm going to be out of town. I might try to grab Harpering and tape some interviews out so that we have some content for you to get you ready for the week. Have a great one. Thanks very much.